0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the AT&WB Podcast. I am your host, Chris Booker-Taylor, and I am joined here with our Flash expert. Although I always say at the top of these episodes, we are lovers, not experts. So if we mess anything up, Internet, don't yell at us, please. We're trying our best. Uh again, we just love all this stuff so much. We love Warner Brothers, we love DC comics, you know, we love the Flash, and that's what this episode is about specifically. The Flash, the TV show, the DCW verse show, or the Arrowverse show, whatever you want to call it. And I'm joined here with our expert and lover himself, Grayson Levesque. How are you, Grayson?
1: Good day to you. Um I'm I'm chilling. I'm chilling. How's it going?
0: It's great. I am doing well. Uh, we're we're recording on a Sunday morning, as we normally do for this podcast. Um, we're just chilling, and we're going to be talking some flash. We're going to be zipping through this podcast. We're going to break down, or as I say, W break down uh, the 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 full show so far. Which is how many up? How many seasons?
1: Eight seasons. Uh, right now, it's doing its eighth season,
0: and it's almost done. Right? Is this the final season they've they've announced or?
1: I don't think so. I I know it's the final season of Supergirl.
0: Oh, right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I'm not sure about the flash, but in my, in my opinion, um, it's, it should have ended like, you know, after season three.
0: Getting a little tired, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some shows, some shows do, you can tell the actors just aren't like present anymore. Sometimes that happens, happens later in later show shows that live on for a long time. Um, especially like a show on the CW where they shoot everything in Canada. And if the actors are American, I'm sure they're just like, (laughs) why am I still in Canada? Oh my God. I'm stuck here because of COVID. I can't, I can't leave here.
1: Oh yeah. That's worse. Cause they were, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, They they have to, they have to put them up for like two weeks, you know, and uh, it's so annoying, Uh, but we have some wonderful actors on this show. So obviously Grant Gustin plays the flash. Um. Yeah. We we have um. What is it? Candace, Candace Patton. Patton. She plays as
1: Iris West Allen.
0: Yeah. Uh. Daniel or Danielle Panabaker who plays Caitlin Snow. But with that Snow last name, she also she plays like a supervillain slash superhero, right, on the show.
1: Uh. Killer Killer Frost. Yeah.
0: Killer Frost. So I mean, that last name Snow is very telling that she becomes Killer Frost. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Carlos Valdez who plays Cisco Ramon. Um, mm-hmm. He's also a superhero at some point on the show too, right?
1: Yeah, he's, he plays he like, Vibe. He that's plays it, Vibe. vibe. Yeah.
0: yeah. And then um, we have probably one of the greatest actors of his generation, uh, Jesse L. Martin, who was in the hey. original broad- Broadway production of Rent. He's in the movie Rent, and he's yeah. incredible in that. He's incredible in this. He has an he has a beautiful voice, which he uses in an episode. Um, I feel like it's an alternate reality where he's singing in like a cocktail bar or like the yeah. it's like the coffee shop they go to on, on the show. Yeah,
1: um, he sings uh, actually a few times, um, but in that alternate reality, that season two where they where they go to Earth two because at this point in the in in the in the run of the show, no pun intended, uh, they they were introduced to to the multiverse. Um, and he sings at, yeah, CCC or CC Jitters. Yeah. CC Jitters. That's the coffee shop. And then in season three, they have a, a, a a whole musical episode where uh, it's a, it's a crossover between the flash and Supergirl where they're trapped in this, um, in this, in this, um, this dream by the music meister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Which I think there's like a Batman Brave and Bold episode with him, and he's played by Neil Patrick Harris, if I'm not yeah. mistaken, on the Brave and Bold, um, which we can which we can get to too, because uh, John Wesley Shipp is also a huge actor, huge character on the show. He plays three or four different characters by the end, and uh, we can we'll get into the the John Wesley Shipp of it all, but he's also on a Brave and Bold episode. Let's keep going with some of the other actors because I guess the other big actor who I guess has been in, he's still on the show, which is wild, is Tom Cavanaugh, Um, Ed oh, from yeah. the show, from the show Ed, which came out before you were born on NBC. Um, wonderful show, Ed. I'd only watched a couple episodes, but he plays, uh, Ed. <laughs> on right. this show, though, um, he plays like, um, What's his character's name in the first season? It's Doctor Harry
1: Harrison. Harrison Wells, and he Harrison. just plays. He just plays Harrison Wells in every single season, except it's for like, technically the villain of season one, which is Eobard Thawne. But that's, that's right. just that's just because he took over Harrison Wells' body. So yeah,
0: I, got it. I, I think I watched the first four seasons, and I stopped when they. St- started jumping to the i just i didn't stop because i didn't like it i just got busy with other things because watching a 22 episode season show gets really uh laborious after a while <laughs> right um so uh yeah it's just been hard to keep up so i'm like three seasons behind i watched the highlights of the crisis on infinite earths which was really cool watch some of the highlights of the elseworlds crossover they did because they reference um The original Barry Allen Flash from the 90s Flash show, um, who's played by John Wesley Shipp. And uh, John Wesley Shipp is also like a kind of a legacy CW, uh, WB Network actor, because he was also Dawson's dad on Dawson's Creek. So he, um, when Greg Berlanti, who show ran Dawson's Creek for four years, I think that show ran for six seasons And then the creator passed it on to one of the writers, which happened to be Greg Berlanti. So it kind of became his show. And then Greg Berlanti launched Everwood, which was more about his childhood. And, like, um, and uh, yeah, so Kevin um, gave over Dawson's Creek to Greg Berlanti. And then, you know, Greg Berlanti did Everwood, and then that took off. And then he did Arrow, and that took off. And I feel like did he do popular as well on the wb network i'm pretty i think greg berlanti created popular as well so he was he was in there from the get-go when when the when the wb network you know he was a baby writer and worked his way up to i think he has 17 or 18 shows on the air now which is crazy Mm -hmm. like everything from the flash to the flight attendant he he runs the gamut on like having the most i think he might have the like award i don't think they actually give you an award but i think he has like the guinness record of most tv shows on tv like concurrently which is yes. nuts yeah um so good good for greg berlante but he brought over john wesley's ship from dawson's creek so um uh spoilers they they kill off his character on dawson's creek too so um the dad dies on what? that show uh he's like eating an ice cream cone when he drops it in his car he's like whoops and then he goes down to get it and then he crashes and, and dies and yeah, Dang. it's uh it's Rick. it's good it's good emotions for Dawson to go through though, uh, losing his dad. Um it works it works well on the show for his character. Um but then yeah, when Greg was creating the flash spin off for from the arrow, uh <laughs> uh he decided to um got get John Wesley ship back as um Barry Allen's dad, which is cool forget what his name is technically because it's not barry allen's dad it's something allen right henry allen his
1: name is henry allen
0: yeah so um yeah so we were talking so let's let's see if we can go season the season and just kind of like do uh, do a little uh recap of what happened season the season and see if we can um find any references to any other things that happened because i guess pre-season one of the flash like we're saying they set up the show in arrow right
1: yeah or barry allen he goes to star city and uh you know he he meets oliver queen for the first time and um finds out he's the arrow and all that stuff it's um yeah i never i never really saw that episode because i I never got i i watched like the first three episodes of arrow and was like this isn't for me but um but yeah, yeah something like that happens
0: yeah I actually read the pilot script for Arrow and read the pilot script for flash and watched both of them and I think uh the arrow script isn't that good and and I thought the flash script oh wait, or is it reverse? I can't remember now one of them the script is like incredible, and the other one the script isn't that good, but then you watch them and it's the opposite so i think I think the Flash script is really good for the pilot. And then I watched the episode and I wasn't that impressed. But then the Arrow script I thought was bad. And then I watched the episode and I really liked it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it is what it is. I guess the acting yeah. was really good on, on the Arrow end. But I only watched the pilot of Arrow. And then I watched the Flash um, cameo episode. like um, Backdoor mm-hmm. pilot, if you will. And it's not really a backdoor pilot. Because like, the events that happened there kind of happen. And then you see... Um then they have the Flash Pilot where he doesn't have his powers and like gets his powers. Because you see him get his powers at the end of the arrow episode. So they still do that scene where he gets his powers, but like you realize it's like in between all this other stuff that was actually happening, which they never reference on the arrow, but you know, it's obviously part of the flash pilot storyline. Yeah. So they kind of like it kind of works, it kind of doesn't. In a, in a way, it's interesting. I feel like it should fit in better as like a puzzle piece, but like it just barely fits together. How they do yeah. it. it, and still part works. of
1: that is, I mean, yeah, you're you're right. There are there are parts that work and some parts that don't. And one part in particular is is Barry Allen and how he's he's kind of a very inconsistent character because he's portrayed as this genius. He's really Really, heckin' smart, you know. And then, and then, um, as as the Flash goes on, they, uh, the the Flash TV show, uh, he's his his intelligence is downplayed to give, uh, like you know Cisco Ramone and Caitlin Snow, um, Doctor Harrison Wells, all all of their moments to shine because it's
0: okay.
1: it's a team Flash instead of just the Flash doing his own thing. You know?
0: Yeah, so you don't want him making all the decisions. You want like the other characters because they're all they're all smart, really.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: he's a um, isn't he a forensic like detective or something, or is he yeah, like forensic... an assistant?
1: He's a forensic assistant. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, which is which is a very very like I don't know if he's that in the comics at all. Is he a forensic detective and in, in anything? He is okay because that yeah, seems well, like a I very think... TV thing. But
1: yeah, he becomes. Uh... Um, the head of, of the forensic department in the comics.
0: Yeah. So I feel like there's only like three jobs you can have on television. You can be like an architect, you can be a forensic detective, (laughs) or you can be like a lawyer and that's it. (laughs) Basically. Yeah. I've never met an architect in real life. I don't think it's actually a real job. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just, Ah. just something on television. Uh, people like i I look at buildings that are that are built i'm like uh, they just they just did they just built like when i build legos i don't like map it out first i just start building and whatever happens happens
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know just like all right this looks like it can go here and therefore it, it it does
0: which makes me think cause you're really into Legos I actually assu- I assume there's Lego Architects now that I think of- now that I'm thinking about it cause they have to like are Lego Engineers cause someone has to engineer and put together like the you know yeah. like if you get but the Daily a- Bugle or
1: yeah they um uh, that's that's actually exactly what they're called Lego Engineers um Lego really Architects cool. they um they also have um the, the this uh they have themes different themes for 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 lego um so like you know marvel dc um just uh, batman has its own thing you know um uh, but one theme is lego ideas so uh fans of legos they make their own sets and then submit them to um uh submit them to to lego, lego. mm hmm
0: Lego creations yeah, like, or like you said lego
1: yeah lego ideas lego ideas nice yeah so like the big bang theory uh the seinfeld set they have a the sonic one um
0: nice yeah it would be cool to get uh, sonic and mario and put them together finally as legos yeah yeah so they can hang out you have a flash lego uh
1: yeah i do, um, do they have, i have i have what? the oh go ahead
0: I was just going to say, do they have different types of Flash Lego? Like, do they have a Grant Gustin-specific Flash oh, Lego? They don't,
1: they don't have Grant Gustin at all. They have, yeah. like, they have the comic. I have, okay, well, uh, Secret, um, this is a, a knockoff, but I have it on display. Um, you it's, know, he's chilling. That's a Flash. And I also have the Flash. Yeah reverse flash. This one's also a knockoff. I have the oh, real nice. the real the real versions are um on display elsewhere. Um but um I have um I also have like you know how the, they have, they have the Lego Marvel what what if mystery packets? They did that for the DC characters and I got uh the Jay Garrick uh Flash. Oh, very cool. Yeah.
0: That's cool. I so Jay get- yeah. Oh, I wanted Jay to Garrick get
1: Batman and stuff. Oh, of no, course.
0: I was going to say Jay Garrick actually comes into the second season, right? So the first season mm-hmm. is all about um Reverse Flash, who's the yellow-suited up Flash. And yes. uh he's the main antagonist, the big bad of the first season. But the second mm-hmm. season you get introduced to the super tall blonde dude who you think is Jay Garrick. And then yeah. as the show season progresses, I don't know if they th- knew about it from the beginning of the season but then they reveal that this isn't actually Jay Garrick it's actually someone and else. Trezolman. Okay. And that's he's not Zoom. I was going to say he's Zoom, okay, which is not the app that you a uh, video conference on. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't own that at all. Um but he's he's a Zoomer. Uh, <laughs> and <Sure>. uh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um and uh yeah and then um you get the real jay garrick they introduce cuz Barry I think Barry Allen's dad dies in the second season right yep. and zoom uh, kills him. zoom kills him and then you get a reveal of the real jay garrick and it turns out to be John Wesley Shipp so again it's the same actor who plays his dad and he comes back and he's he's not the Barry Allen Flash 9 Flash 90 uh or Flash from Earth 90. Words are confusing.
1: Earth, yeah, Earth 99 yeah. I think it is.
0: Yeah. oh the internet's saying Earth 90, but just oh, cuz Ni- sh- Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Because yeah, the
1: show yeah, they have yeah. for for the for the shows they have um like it flashes from Earth 90 and they ha- they have a, in the same crossover, they have a um, a brief like little um cameo uh, from uh called um it's like yeah for um, the original
0: tim burton's batman yeah yeah and that's where you see i think his character's name is alexander knox which is the detective guy played by uh the guy who plays arliss on the hbo show arliss which i've never watched but i for some reason obsessively talk about arliss like it's an important (laughs) thing um but yeah he's like reading a newspaper and then he like puts it down, and he sees the like. I think it's like the red sky for the Crisis on Infinite Earths, and yeah. um yeah, there's actually a lot of shows that uh, that crossover references, which is really cool. So they actually have Burt Ward um, coming back as in, like an aged Dick Grayson on Earth mm-hmm. sixty six, which is from Batman sixty six, and like we said, Robert will come back as Alexander Knox. Um, we have yeah. Smallville. Um, mm-hmm. Tom Welling and Erica uh, Durance or Durance reprised their roles as Clark Kent and Lois Lane, although um, and that Earth is designated as Earth one sixty seven, which I'm trying to think of what the one six seven would be in reference to. I can't, I don't know, because it would have come out like when when I don't know when Smallville was a show. Oh, I guess it was two thousand one to two thousand eleven. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't And they also
1: have the the Superman Returns uh, from, Yeah, Superman Returns. Um yeah. which was interesting because uh the actor uh Brandon for Superman, Ruth. I can't, yeah, he has a doppelganger um for the Legends of Tomorrow as the Atom.
0: Oh really? Oh that's oh that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, it's the same it's the same actor. Brandon Ruth also plays yeah, he plays both those characters. Good yeah. for him, man. Like, good for Brandon <laughs> Ruth. Like, like coming back and getting to be Adam, and he looks so much like Superman. It's so mm-hmm. cool. And then coming back and getting to reprise your role as your Superman, um, which is so cool. And they 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 kind of did like a Kingdom Come esque story with him coming back. Right, he comes back. He's at the beginning of Crisis, and he comes back as like a warning of like the the stuff's gonna come go down. Right.
1: Mm, or maybe I'm no mistaken. he's he's actually a um a a a paragon he's actually um i can't remember which one he is is he the Her- paragon of hope i don't know okay. but yeah he's actually like really important to the story they have to recruit him to fight the 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 anti monitor the anti-monitor. yeah, yeah. Such a stupid name. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got the monitor and then the anti monitor. Oh, no. Anyway, um, um, but, is there uh, an, is there an
0: anti flash? Because there's reverse uh, fam- flash.
1: There's the reverse flash, but I, I don't think there's an anti flash.
0: Kid Flash is a kind of very hokey name as well. Um, yeah, so that it's let's flash. see, is Crisis season four
1: though, right? Or season no, Crisis f- five? Crisis is season. S- six. Wow. Yeah, season six. Okay. So we jumped yeah, a little but, bit. Yeah. Um, but uh actually the thing about Superman, um, that version of Superman, uh yeah. he's written out uh of the story because Lex Luthor gets this this uh this book and writes in and, and and he becomes the paragon of I think it's hope um and okay. replaces Superman. So Superman oh, wow. he goes bye bye.
0: And isn't if I'm not mistaken, isn't Lex Luthor in the DCW verse um what's the actor from Two and a Half Men?
1: Uh I know, exactly. Yeah. Um mm, uh,
0: John least. Cryer. I got it before the internet got it, gave it to me. Yeah. ha
1: uh-huh.
0: I just got it, yes. And then John Cryer is in um he's in an episode or sorry, he's in one of the Superman movies. He's in Superman four. Hmm. That's right. And he plays Lenny Luther. So like, again, I, the, I really like what WB does with bringing back these legacy actors. Although a lot of times when they bring them back, they don't play the same characters, but then Hmm. if you keep, if you stay back, then eventually you'll become your character as evidenced with uh, like, like John Carr. He's almost playing Lenny Luther. He's playing Lex now that he's older. Um, yeah, like Barry like uh John Wesley Ship, he first he plays Barry's dad, and then he plays Jay Garrick, and then finally he gets to play his original version of Barry Allen from his 90s Flash TV show.
1: Oh, um, and um what's her name she, from the from the nineties flash show? Uh she played Caitlin Snow. Um she comes back and plays Christina McGee on the CW.
0: Flash. And uh, Pays. Sure.
1: Yeah, that, that's that's <laughs> the actor's name. Yeah, that's that's her name okay. in
0: real life. Yeah, so she she comes back in like season three or four, right? Doesn't or isn't no, even there, season two?
1: She's there from the beginning, actually.
0: Okay, because yeah. doesn't she have like a little fling with Barry with Barry's dad? And because it's like in reference to their characters from the original '90s Flash or something? Um,
1: no, Can she's um she is a former partner of Harrison Wells. Um, okay. Uh, you know, they kind of had a falling out because the uh, Eobard Thawne had taken over Harrison Wells' body, and like he's a completely different person now. Um, so they have like this feud going on. Um oh, nice. she, Yeah, because she's with Mercury La- Mercury Labs. Is that what it's called? I think yeah. so.
0: Yeah. I just re- I remember yeah. them having to save her, and then I feel like she's strapped up, um, like about to die, and and then it's either. I think it's one of John Wesley Ship's characters that's like strapped up right next to her or something, and it's like mm-hmm. a little Flash ninety reunion for a moment. Um, I don't know if because the the three main people from that original show were obviously John Wesley Ship, Amanda Pays, and this this one actor Alex uh, De, I think his last name is Desert or De- Desert. It, it looks like Desert but with a thing over the first E. De- desert. Um, who's that guy has been in a ton of stuff. He, um, most people would know him from, um, uh, he was on boy meets world for a while. Um, which is funny. Cause if I go to his, um, if I go to his IMDB, like, like boy meets world doesn't pop up, but he's been in so many things. Yeah. So he was in the new flash as well. He plays Julio Mendez on the newer flash. Um, hmm and his original character was Julio Mendes, so he gets the reprise role on on this show as well, which is cool. So I think you have overall three actors coming back from the original Flash show reprising their roles.
1: Um, if you see
0: Alex uh, Desert's face, you'd be like, oh, that guy. I've seen him in so many things.
1: <laughs> you said it's yeah. Alex Desert's
0: Oh yeah, he's on Becker.
1: For a really oh, long time. yeah.
0: Yeah, he plays the blind guy on Becker and he's mm. he's a great actor. I think he's on, honestly a super underrated actor and um I remember there was an episode he he's in one episode of Breaking Bad and I was like, why are you wasting this actor on just like three lines in one episode? Like if you're going to get Alex Desire, like get him for a full arc for your show. Don't just get him for like one, like to be a police officer with two lines. Like, right. I was really offended when I saw that on on Breaking Bad.
1: <laughs> I never saw Breaking Bad.
0: I heard. It. Uh, you, you will when you're older. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, it's a very the... depressing the show.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um, also, um, Alex Desert um I remember him from Boy Meets World. He's the he's um Mr. Turner's friend. Yeah. Mr I, Mr Williams?
0: That sounds right. And I think he think he like just like um the other teacher that's their neighbor, Mr. Feeney. I feel like he Is always gave neighbor? I always feel like uh he gave really good advice as well to the kids.
1: Yeah. I think so, yeah. About a, filming and stuff.
0: Yeah. That the the teachers good were good for. Them. Yeah. So he did season so season one, reverse flash. Season two, Zoom, um, not Skype, although they should have a character <laughs> named Skype. Um season season three, who was the main villain there? Was that the one where they Savitar. Jumped? Savitar, which is isn't that Just, someone's name uh like rearranged? Like the letters like Tom Riddle like turns in or sorry I am Voldemort turns into Tom Riddle, yeah. which is asinine. Makes no that's, sense in real life. Why, why do you Yeah, like if the just Tom Riddle turned into it, that would make sense. But you have to have the I am in order to to make sense.
1: Yeah, it's like you know he was like Tom Riddle. He was like, I need a cool name, so he just kind of sat there and he's like, Hmm, okay. Uh, this this all
0: could- the letters to my name and see if I can figure it figure it out. <laughs> exactly.
1: So he spent you know he spent like a like a solid week just kind of like hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know if Savitar's name is actually like that though. I feel like No,
1: it's 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 not. However, okay. um it uh, it turns out that um uh Savitar is just a future speed clone of of Barry.
0: Future speed clone?
1: Or or uh what's what's the um what's the technical term from it? Um it's not speed mirage. Um it's not um,
0: sure. I know they go into the speed force in that season, right? Or the speed yeah. is that what it's called? The speed force or am yeah, I just, speed force. Yeah, it's like it's like you go so it's like and then I feel like they don't they personify the speed force as an actual character? Is that what Savitar yeah, is? Yeah.
1: They they no Savitar it's hang on, I can't remember what it's called. Hang on. Hang on, hang on. Lovers, hang not
0: on. experts, people. Lovers, <laughs> not experts. <laughs> hey yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, but whatever it is, I can tell you for sure, it's pretty darn stupid. So he was a very. It's basically he's a variation
0: or like a, some type of speed clone of of Barry Allen, right? So he's actually yes. they reveal that he's played by Grant Gustin, right? Go ahead. Time remnant. Wow. What a cool term too. Time remnant.
1: Yeah. The flash
0: and the time remnant.
1: In the way that like that time remnants work is that you run so no, you run back in time, um, and meet like um just a um a, a clone of yourself. You make a clone of yourself by going back in time and like having that version of yourself agree to kill itself so That's that you true. can it was like, okay. And then that one, and so I think the story is oh my gosh, it is so full of plot holes that it really doesn't make that much sense. Um, is that uh, when Barry was trying to defeat, I think it's Zoom, um, that one that version of Barry was like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna die, and then becomes Savitar.
0: Okay, that make that makes sense. Yeah, I guess. Or, <laughs> it's like, so crazy or, these storylines yeah. they come up with for just running fast.
1: <laughs> or actually, I think it's, um, no, uh, Savitar exists at some point, and then you know Savitar ends up killing Iris, and a future version of Barry, um, m- creates so many different time remnants to defeat Savitar. But one survives and becomes avatar, or something, something like that. Whatever it is, it's pretty stupid. But yeah,
0: it's, it's very convoluted.
1: Stupid. Yeah.
0: Again, all this, all this stuff, just to like because a guy runs really quickly. Um, <laughs> I I think Kevin Smith directed the episode where they go into the Speed Force, and then you find out that like, you know, like speed is just is is like another like. Like there's like a god of speed, just like there's a god of everything, um, which I think is kind of yeah, neat. I think they present, yeah. I think they present Savitar as that god, but he's a false god or something. Again, yeah, I'm trying to pull out this information out of my brain that's like from 2017 when this episode, when these episodes aired.
1: Yeah, and it's also kind of confusing because there's also a character called Godspeed. Okay, and, uh, <laughs> which is a
0: really like obvious name for a character if you're gonna if you're gonna go there, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, and he becomes the ultimately the big bad of season seven, and we'll 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 get to season seven. Yeah, um, so season so
0: yeah. four is when they introduce, um, Iris's brother becomes Kid Flash. Right, is that season no. three or four? They inter-
1: they introduce Iris's brother, Wally West, in Season 2, and he gets his powers in Season 3.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes yeah. sense. So he gets to wear the cool outfit. But they call him Kid Flash, and he looks like he's 30 years old. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. But he clearly, he's, like, super tall. And they're like, oh, you're Kid Flash. And I think they make fun of his name in an episode. But it's like, like, I understand that, like, this comic was originally written in like the 40s or 50s so like mm. that's the original name for the for the flash's sidekick but like he like come up with a better name than
1: that reminds me uh, also of the t- I don't oh, Go ahead. I don't remember how how he gets the name Kid Flash in the show
0: yeah I don't I don't I don't remember it either um but uh think there's an episode of Teen Titans Go, if they've ever watched that show. I think your your, mm-hmm. your dad your dad specifically told me you like to watch it on cruise ships. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, because on, <laughs> on cruise ships on because we went on Carnival Cruise and they only had Cartoon Network. They didn't have Disney Channel or, or Nickelodeon. Okay, so, that's
0: on brand for us.
1: And, yeah, I was like, okay, that's so I would I would that was how I became very familiar with uh like Looney Tunes, Yogi Bear uh yeah. Bugs Bunny um and you know uh Dexter's Laboratory um but yeah Teen Titans Go was definitely one of the shows.
0: I love Teen Titans Go. And I'm glad the original Teen Titans got like four or five seasons like ran for a while and then we got the 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 newer sillier one. I like the sillier one better. I think it's like more fun. Um I think the writers are having more fun with Teen Titans Go than they were with the angsty Teen Titans um, they're both great. And then they did the crossover of teen Titans uh, versus teen Titans go, which I think is really cool. And, um, yeah. Uh, they did a couple movies now with 14, like they did have teen Titans go to the movies. And, uh, there's one episode in particular where kid flash, um, pops into the show for, for, you Mm -hmm. know, and, uh, Robin is like, it's like the Dick Grayson, Robin, he's like dating somebody. And then, um, Kid Flash comes up and then she starts dating Kid Flash instead. And there's like this voiceover narration. There's like a narrator throughout the entire episode. And you're like, oh, who's she going to end up with, Robin or Kid Flash? And by the end of the episode, she she winds up with the narrator. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's just like it's so random and so silly and dopey. And that's exactly what that show is. Like, it's like perfectly that show. It's really, really funny. Like, Some like you know, he's he's a he's like a bodiless narrator, just a voice, and she ends up dating like just the voice by the end. It's really great.
1: Yeah, I I like I do like how how very meta the show can be. Um, like they poke fun at Batman uh, a lot, I think. Yeah, Um, they do. Yeah, because he's uh, instead of him being like you know, the stoic dark knight, he's more of like a like a chummy old grandpa kind of guy.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, grandpa's coming over quick. Let's clean up everything. <laughs> like, Robin's like, <laughs> yes. "We need to clean it all up, make it all nice for 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 Bruce." Um Yeah. yeah. And so that was season 3 we just did. So it was Reverse Flash Zoom and yeah. Savitar. And now we're moving yeah. on to season 4. So
1: where, yeah. That was I- that was the first time where they they, uh, they changed the formula, because for the first three seasons, it's an evil speedster who, secretly a member of Team Flash, uh, wants to destroy Barry's life for whatever reason. Um, but now, instead of Barry Allen going up against um, um, another speedster, it's going up against the Thinker, which is the fastest mind alive.
0: Oh wow, and The Thinker was just in the the Suicide Squad. James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. They had that character played by a a the a Doctor Who actor.
1: Hmm, interesting. I haven't seen the new Suicide Squad yet. Is it good?
0: It's just okay. It, it it feels like it's written by a 13-year-old boy. So there's a lot it's very gory all the jokes are very like uh like like sexual like potty humor. Like <laughs> <Okay>.
1: All <laughs> yeah. right. It's like yeah,
0: it's just it's just okay. I people love that type of stuff. So like if you like that type of humor, I think you'd love the movie, but um you know, I like my movies to do some other stuff in there too, and then just be uh sexual humor and, and like gore for the sake of gore, you know? Like let's slice yeah. someone in half because it's fun and cool to look at. I I I like I like blood and gore in movies when it's practical. So if they do it right. with CG, it's not that impressive to me. But if you can like cut up and like like a, like a robot you build or, you know, like a fake person. And then the blood comes. I like like that's much more impressive to me personally.
1: Yeah. Cause you want to watch a movie, not a PS one cutscene.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a solid movie through and through. There's, there's really like, I can't, you know, the only thing I can harp on it is that it's like two, uh, like two 13 year old boy.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: Yeah. Fair. Um, but uh i mean definitely a, a solid film um nonetheless uh, do you see the original suicide
1: squad unfortunately <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it's definitely better than that than the the david eggers um suicide squad even though he should get his own cut of his movie cuz they like warner brothers took the movie from him and let a um trailer house edit the movie and that's why it has all this like cool uh 70s rock music in it and like i feel like when i was watching that movie i was like i feel like i'm just listening to like the classic rock station on on the radio as i'm watching this film like like i love all this music but like i've heard it so much in my life i like i'm never going to associate it with this movie like sorry right. sorry guys <clears throat>
1: uh,
0: yeah. yeah so um yeah, so the Thinkers in that, uh, for sure, and um, that's cool. So the Thinker is the main big bad in season four. We're saying, right?
1: Yeah, four.
0: That's cool. I think this is where I lost um, the show was season four. I just got too busy and and, and stopped keeping mm-hmm. up. Um, I, yeah, because I remember I the whole admit, future stuff.
1: I gotta admit, season four was, in my opinion, it wasn't. It wasn't good. I know season three gets a bad rap, but. Uh, because it's so dark, but I felt it was consistent with the show. I felt That's because I, it's a complete 180 when it comes to when it comes to season four, and it's 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 full of of more jokes and it's it's silly and the CGI is worse, um, because they 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 have a bunch of different, um, like in in the first episode. No, 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 no. I think it's the second episode. They they have this this one meta human, uh, that can control technology, and the Flash gets a new suit. Um, that's just full of technology, and it can, um, inflate. Uh, okay. In case in case the Flash, I guess, loses his speed in the middle of water. He's thinking like like
0: he, like he gets stuck in. I'm I'm thinking James Bond like he gets stuck in a snow avalanche. and can like,
1: poof. <laughs> yes, something <laughs> like that. So he's just like walking around. And he's like he's like like you know. Those, the- yeah, all right. yeah.
0: Those are really great. If you remember him from the wedding, yeah, I do. Yeah, cool guy, Chris Aguilar. I need to get on his podcast. If you if you guys want to listen to another podcast, TCast, the Chris Aguilar show. That's what that's what the S stands for. I was like, it should be called TCap, the Chris Aguilar podcast. But yeah, uh, so yeah, yeah. Shout out to my boy Chris Aguilar. Um, so that's really funny. Um, and then don't they introduce um Iris and barry's kid in it and it's jordan fisher right or is that later that's like season six actually probably
1: that's that's later yeah um well they introduce nora west allen which is their their daughter um in the right. final that that's the season cliffhanger the season finale that's the cliffhanger and then season five is all about trying to get nora home or, or like fixing her mistake because she traveled to the, um, to the present because she's from the future. Um, Makes And sense. then Jordan Fish, Jordan Fisher, uh, he is part of season seven.
0: Okay, so that that gets us to season five, which is all about Nora. And what's what's her flash designation? Her her superhero name title? Excess. Excess.
1: Like- the like the letter x and the letter s, okay, XS. yeah
0: sounds like the name of a of a band more so i guess
1: uh it's, or or you know a a shirt size,
0: yeah, yeah, I guess I was thinking of n x s which is a band from the eighties or like no which is a band from the nineties and n o f x or direct which was a spin off of t r. l which was all like hip hop music. Uh, on MTV, <laughs> direct FX,
1: yeah,
0: wow, that's a throwback. Um, all right, so, um, season five was all about excess. Uh, do they have a big bad in it? Does she is
1: she revealed to be the big bad or anything? Um, well, okay, there are two answers to that. Oh, wait, right. actually, going back to to season four, which is where, um, I mean, Let's this read. problem has kind of, this problem has been uh, an, uh, present throughout the entire show, but it's really an issue um, in season four, because you have Barry Allen, who is, you know, quote unquote, the fastest man alive. Yes. And the thinker is a guy in a chair. Okay. And he can't seem to outrun or save anything any mm-hmm. anything or anyone it's just ridiculous um they actually pull out one of one of the greatest comics um called Trial of the Flash oh and um, i think
0: there's a 90s i think the the series finale of the 90s show is called Trial of the Flash too or there's like a trial if i'm not mistaken really yeah
1: yeah well the original the 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 comic it's the, the flash is put on trial because of um he's accused of murdering the reverse flash. I think he actually did kill the reverse flash.
0: Wow. Oh, Trial of the Trickster was the series finale of ah. uh the original Flash, which we can get into who the trickster is, because that's really cool.
1: Yes, that is, you're right. Um, but in this case, um The Thinker um uh frames Barry Allen for for murdering him because the thinker uh like transfers his consciousness into um um other bodies because his body is is useless and is killing him so um he he throws his 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 original body and puts it in Barry Allen's house and calls the cops so Barry gets arrested and oh, wow it's it's like okay there is really no reason why. He had to take that hit. Yeah. Um, outside of drama, but whatever. Um. But yeah, season season five. Season five. Um. Nora, she comes from the future, really, because she just wants to spend time with her dad. Because in season one, it's revealed that the Flash disappears. Um. In the year twenty
0: twenty four. Oh my um, God, we're so close. We're only two years away. I know. <laughs> so it's nuts.
1: crazy. <laughs> Where's um, our flying cars? Darn it. Exactly.
0: <sighs> so you disappointing.
1: Know, it is what it is, I guess. You know? Yeah. But, um... Um... What was they saying? I forgot.
0: Uh, Nora comes from the future to hang out with her dad, but her... Because her dad is supposedly just disappears by 2024.
1: Yes. Um, And so they're kind... Ca- and there's this whole thing of like trying to uh oh wait no, 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 we were talking about the big bad, the big, bad, the big bad is this villain called cicada, which is oh. just a normal person who has who has like a dark matter attach attachment to a uh, a dagger uh due to the thinker's uh master plan. it's stupid. Anyway, the flash, uh, no, but the dagger dampens uh, metahuman powers.
0: Is there any reference to like the cicada can only come out at once every seventeen years, like like the bugs do? <laughs>
1: um,
0: well, <laughs> and then it's sheds a, their
1: skin. Not about shedding skin, but it's revealed that in Nora's timeline, uh, they never catch the the cicada, and he comes out. And he and he comes. I think like every five years or something.
0: Okay. So there's like a little reference to the, to the, to the bug, to the completely worthless bug. (laughs) Also,
1: also also the, the noise that Cicada makes. Oh, cool. makes a weird, yeah. Yeah.
0: I I think I graduated in a year of Cicada, so 2004. Uh, my, my high school graduation was a year of the cicadas. So they were everywhere when we graduated and my friend wow. actually collected all their shells cause there's sh- like, they'll shed their shells and then they just go away. So there's like, you just walk around you can find shells everywhere, especially where I grew up in Jersey. And, uh, he took all the shells, collected them all and wrote like class of 2004, like, like pinned them all to a board or glued them all. So the, the the shells made up the letters like or the numbers two thousand and four was really funny. I have a picture oh, of it. That's cool. Yeah. So seventeen years past two thousand four. I think we just had another cicada year last year, too, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe I am. <laughs> I'm trying I to do the no math idea. right now. How long, how long how old am I? Oh my gosh.
1: Well, two thousand The cicadas come out every seventeen years and we the last one wasn't was in 2004
0: to 2021 right yeah I think yeah it, was last, yeah it was last year yeah Remember everyone talking about it last year too that's nuts so so a cicada no so a random person that is a cicada, named cicada is the big bad of season five right
1: um and then like for a point and then okay uh there are two cicadas and one is a girl it's, she is the niece of the first Cicada that's been in a coma ever since Classic the beginning. Classic television. Yeah. And then, of course, surprise, surprise, the big bad of, of C- season five is the reverse Flash, because it turns out that Nora has been working out. No, working, not working out with, <laughs> working with the reverse Flash, because the, re- oh, wow. the reverse Flash is in prison and he's on death row. And Nora keeps going to the future to ask Reverse Flash for help. Um, and this um, is
0: this is Reverse Flash. Meaning, it's what's his name? Eb- Ebenezer um, Scrooge. That's Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> the character na- the character's <laughs> oh, no, name. The
1: character
0: name. Thon. Sorry, I can't. I can't get that. <laughs> in. It's such a cool name. I just can't get it stuck in my head. Eabard yes. is really cool. I'm going to name my next cat Iabard.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean it's it's a great name. Um yeah. the, uh, Oh, and by the way, we completely neglected to talk about uh Tom Cavanaugh as the different versions of Harrison Wells. Yeah, cuz um, I
0: remember season 2, don't they have like four different Tom Cavanaughs? Like no,
1: in that season 4 where oh, they Oh wow. Yeah. Season two is where they have plain old Harrison Wells from from Earth Two that they just called Harry. Okay. Um and then in season three they have H.R. Wells, which is not and he is not uh, a scientist at all. He just got uh lucky. Um but he's really funny, and I kinda like I kinda like H.R. Wells it's nice. um,
0: good for tom cavanaugh getting get like yeah. it's so cool that as an actor he gets to like kind of play the same character but then play it completely different each season and get it like that must be so much fun as an actor getting to just do these fun different characters that are still kind of the same variation and the way
1: that in the way that they they come about is um literally uh uh tom cavanaugh goes to the to the producers and he's like hey so what about this <laughs> and they're just like, okay, sure. That's cool. Um, yeah. Because in season four, uh, they bring back Harry as the main Harrison Wells. Um, but they also have this episode called The Council of Wells. That nice. They have um where they have uh, Gandalf or a, a Gandalf-like character version of Harrison Wells. Um and then they have uh just different versions of Harrison Wells um, um Orson no Harrison Orson Wells they have a director one I know that that's okay. based off Orson Wells
0: yeah that's really cool <laughs> like okay. it's, it's so funny that they do stuff like that
1: yes um but in season Repetitive. season five season five it's oh. Sherlock Wells, he's a French Sherlock Wells, Sherlock Holmes. I mean, with and he gets mad at everyone because they say Sherlock, and he's like Sherlock, L O Q U Sherlock. I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay. I love Why it. Why are you French? Don't know, but yeah, it's 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 cool.
0: Yeah, and um, in the Crisis on Infinite Earths that they do, um the DCW crossover Crisis on Infinite Earths, they actually have a comic book tie-in to it. And if I'm not mistaken, they have a... Because uh, you said Harrison Wells, there was like... A, what was it called? Like a League of Harrison Wells? Uh, uh, Council of Wells. Council of Wells. I think they have a Council of... Um, of Lex Luthers in the in the Crisis on Infinite Earths uh, comic book that they did because there's like you know there's the original Crisis and um uh, you know December 2019 when they did the DCW Crisis they did a comic that like kind of puts all the pieces together a little more so I think before oh. the before the Crisis starts you see the Council of Lex Luthers and then you see like all the different Supermen. So you see, like the Brandon Ruth Superman, and like you see, you see a bunch of them. Like all you see, all the Lex Luthers too. So you see, like the Gene Hackman one from the '80s movies, '70s and '80s movies. They do stuff like that, which is really, really neat. So they kind of set it all up. I read it, but you know, I read it three years ago now. So trying to remember all the deets. Um, But that was really cool. That um, you know, obviously you see John Cryer's Lex Luthor talking to um, all the other Lex Luthers out there. Wow, cool stuff!
1: That's that's pretty neato,
0: yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was season well. So, yeah, the Harrison Wells, um, and then uh, so season what were we on? Season five, season Season six,
1: yeah, season Season, five, yeah.
0: So, yeah, um, we had we had two different bad guys in that one, bad people, as it were.
1: Three different oh three,
0: uh, so there's the yeah. two uh, the the two bugs and then there's one more
1: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> then two yeah the two cicadas and then uh, reverse flash
0: oh yeah and that's right and then the reverse flash comes back um, that's and cool and
1: then yeah at the end of it I think Nora yeah Nora gets wiped from existence
0: oh wow so, that's sad
1: <laughs> yeah it is it is it is pretty sad but she kind of deserved it.
0: <laughs> so that was season four five, five? that was season five season so two more seasons yeah. left so it was season six then and this is the one that had the crisis on infinite earths yeah. crossover so event. yeah
1: so um like remember when i said season one the flash disappears in 2024 yeah um he disappears during something called crisis okay um but then at the end of like the cliffhanger of season five it's revealed that um that the crisis had been pushed to to uh later in 2019
0: okay so so it's like what they're like we', we we're, they're like we probably won't make it till 2024 on this show <laughs> like, so let's just let's just move up by five years this this because we don't want to go into season 13 in order to get the crisis let's just do it now we need to beat Marvel. At doing a doing a, a multiverse, so let's just get this in there and start and start it yeah. first because they really are the like technically. If you look back in the comics, uh, like crisis, like the original Crisis on Infinite Earths from 1985, kind of started the whole multiverse idea where they bring back the Golden Age Superman, then they bring you know bring back the Golden mm. Age Batman. They do all that really cool stuff, so they established... like the batman yeah. from the 40s is different from the batman from the 80s and or more more importantly the batman from the or sorry the superman from the 40s is different from the superman from the 80s which is cool and that's where you get uh i think the flash Barry Allen's flash or is it Jay Garrick's one of the flashes dies in the original Barry Allen. yeah in the original crisis um comic and i think supergirl dies as well there's the cover i think so
1: yeah, yeah.
0: and um that was one that was really like the first to super establish like a multiverse. But right before that was secret wars from Marvel. So technically Marvel did cross over all their characters first, but it wasn't that interesting. Like crisis was crisis did it, but they did it interesting Uh, because DC comics back in the day, they, they were better written than Marvel was. Marvel was very simple and sciencey while DC was more like, you know, in depth earnest and, uh, yeah, and uh, they were able to like overwrite, uh, and uh, they they created that, and then and then if you jump forward to live action, now we want to have all these multiverses, and you know we want we want to like they have all of these DC shows, live action shows that have happened, and they are all mm-hmm. these different universes. So the Crisis event was able to kind of like fold them all into each other, or have them get referenced. I think my favorite one that gets referenced in it is the Birds of Prey TV show, where Ashley mm-hmm. Scott and uh, Dina uh, Meyer reprised their roles as Huntress and Oracle, aka Helena Kyle and Barbara Gordon, and um, mm-hmm. they they designate that Earth as Earth two hundred three because the show was Birds of Prey two thousand, you know, it ran, it ended in two thousand three. Again, it's only like ten episodes and one really cool thing is the character huntress Helena Kyle it's Selina Kyle and Bruce Wayne's daughter in that show so oh yeah so the they they do that on that show which i think is kind of neat and one really interesting thing about the show is you see Batman for a second the very beginning and it's the it's it's basically the tim burton um um outfit costume that right. he's wearing and uh yeah. And um, we don't know. No, I don't think anyone knows who plays that Batman. It's like a mystery, which I think is so weird. But um, no, like yeah. no one. I, it was probably just an extra. They strapped him in, in the suit and they never got like full credit because he doesn't have a line of dialogue. So um, you see him and it's kind of smoky in the pilot episode. It's like a flashback. But yeah, you get to see Batman for a hot sec. And we hmm. don't know who it is.
1: Wow, that's. Crazy,
0: isn't that weird? And it's two thousand three. It's it's like nineteen years ago, and we don't know who it was. Or like it was. So that person
1: gets that person actually gets to go around being like, oh yeah, I'm Batman, and people don't know who I am. People
0: don't believe him. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, be like, yeah, I'm Batman, and no one has like like he has an actual secret identity. That's crazy. Yeah, like you're not Michael Keaton.
0: He's like, no, but I wore Michael Keaton's suit. I swear. I wonder if they pulled it out. If it's literally the same suit, and they just pulled it out of like you know the WB archives. Interesting. Yeah,
1: so that's uh, yeah. I I I am excited that Tim Burton's uh, Tim Burton's Batman Michael Keaton. Yeah, uh, he's coming. He's coming back for the Flash movie.
0: Isn't that great? November 22nd, 2022, like uh, 10 months from now, we're going to get to see Michael Keaton come back as Batman. Like that's so, I'm so excited for that. It's so cool. Um, Yes. And we just had the Spider-Man movie where Mm -hmm. super spoilers for Spider-Man, no way home. um, But we get, we get all of the Spider-Men and, it's gonna be so cool to get all the bat- Batman, not in a Batman movie, in a Flash movie, but still. I mean, like, I'm so excited to see. I'm. We're probably gonna see Ben Affleck's Batman interact with Michael Keaton's Batman, and I'm just gonna be like, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be so exciting.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm so excited. Uh, also, did you know that um, in the Crisis on Infinite Earths event, uh, Ezra Miller uh, makes an appearance?
0: That's right. Yeah. So. I get like, as we're saying, like, like, technically DC was able to do the live action multiverse crossover first. Cause yeah, like you're saying, Ezra Miller's flash interacts with Grant Gustin's flash for a hot sec. And they're both yeah. Barry Allen's, which is cool. And I heard that was a last minute decision too. So they weren't going to do that. And then um, someone just came up, they're like, how about if we have the DCU flash in here too? And then someone else was like, that's a great idea. Let's give him a call. And then they gave Ezra Miller a call. He's like, yeah, I could do that. And then I don't know if they yeah. just threw a green screen behind him, or if he like ran over, you know, he ran over to the <laughs> set really quickly and they, they yeah. shot him out. But like, that's so cool that they did that. I love, I love that that's there. It's just the mm. coolest thing ever um, that they're able to like tie in all this stuff together. It's great. It's so cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that, that crossover also, um, references uh they did like they also reference the green lantern film which they designate as earth 12 um lucifer the tv show which they oh, ob- yeah. they they designate as earth 666 uh because mm-hmm. tom ellis replies as his role as lucifer morning star um all the all the original um dc shows that were for the dc app that moved over to hbo max get referenced too so swamp thing Doom Patrol, Titans, and Stargirl all get referenced on that show as yeah. well. I think, let's see, it says Swamp Thing was Earth-19. Doom Patrol, probably because it came out in 2019. Um, Doom Patrol was Earth-21. And Stargirl, um, oh, in post-crisis, uh, becomes Earth-2, which makes sense because Stargirl moves over from uh the DC app to uh the CW so obviously the budget drops hardcore in season 2 as well
1: <laughs> yeah
0: everything moves to canada you yeah. can just- I mean you- I
1: think I think the the one the show that has the highest budget it um is Superman and Lois because that's yeah that's 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 made by HBO but it goes on the C- CW or something like that
0: yeah, yeah, because I feel like um, like two days after it's off the C- like air- airs on the CW, they throw the episode up on HBO Max as yeah. well because it's all synergy yeah. now. They they just need content, so and mm-hmm. also um, it was just announced that the CW is up for sale. So you know, fifty percent of it is owned by the 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 C is CBS and the W is WB. So each owns fifty percent of it. Hence the name mm-hmm. CW. So uh, I think they both want to unload it, and it'll probably turn into like a local news station. We'll see what happens. But it's really sad because you know I've been watching the WB, and I actually read a book about the WB network, which is really fascinating. Um,
1: mm.
0: uh, you know, all about the the rise of the network in like the mid '90s, and then the fall of it, or like the merger in 2006 between uh, the uh, the WB network and U- the United Paramount Network, aka UPN. Um, yeah it's just it's just wild that those two merged. They actually merged because uh les moonves who was the head of c b s at the time um he used in the nineties he was the head of warner television and when they were creating the w b network he assumed that he was gonna be the head of the network and they're like, mm-hmm. no dude, like this is a different thing than w b t v and he's like oh well f you guys i'm gonna i'm gonna go run c b s and then um he ran c b s you know um and then they are the parent company of UPN. And then by 2006, he was able to have UPN gobble up the WB network, change the name to the CW. And then he became the president of the CW. I will technically, he was actually over the head of the CW, um, for a while. And then, um, he was ousted at CBS, um, for, uh, you know, he was ousted. And then, um, now we have some other people in charge, but, um, there's been a couple of different presidents of the CW that I think have done a pretty good job with the show. Hmm. Wow. Sorry, with the network and with the different shows that are on it. Yeah. yeah. So the, um, I I was asking you before we started this, if we can name all of the Arrowverse DCW TV shows. And, uh, do you think you can do it?
1: <laughs> Oof. Um, I'm going to try. Cause so I, I, I I already forgot. Okay, so we've got the Flash, Arrow, mm-hmm. um, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, Batwoman. Um,
0: like technically uh, two more. Uh,
1: this is before this is before Superman and Lois, right? So I, that one's not.
0: Well, you can count that one as well for sure. Yeah. I count yeah. That um.
1: Yeah, uh, Smallville. Uh, uh, does that count? Yeah.
0: I that mean, count? because of Crisis, it counts. But I, um, I mean, I think it's technically separate. But it's the same now. Again, all these they've again they they tied in Batman sixty six. Yeah. For gosh, sake, you know. Um, yeah, and of yeah. course
1: the nineties. The nineties. Flash. Flash. Uh, uh,
0: yeah. Black Lightning was the other one.
1: Black Lightning. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, Black Lightning
0: and um constantine also gets referenced uh the constantine was the short-lived uh not the movie but the tv show there's a short-lived nbc tv show called constantine where matt ryan i believe is his name he plays uh the john constantine and they canceled nbc canceled that show i don't know why they ever had the show in the first place it wasn't their property so like Obviously, they're going to cancel it. They're like, why are we giving money to the WB? And um, he reprises his role in live action. He's done it a couple times now in animation, too. Matt Ryan's reprised his role as Constantine. But in his first episode, where he comes back as Constantine in the DCW-verse, um, he actually scratches his like cheek or his butt or something with a peacock feather. Uh, because the Because the peacock network is what canceled... Him, you know. Then NBC is the network, so he was like, "Sorry, I just need, I just needed to to scratch that off or something like that." So wow, yeah. that's all right. Very meta, right? Very, very meta. I he's I think he's in Legends of Tomorrow a bunch, if I'm not mistaken. That version of Constantine.
1: I'm not I, sure. I don't watch Legends of Tomorrow.
0: Uh, again, there's too much to keep up with. It's just yeah. comp- way overwhelming. <laughs>
1: Honestly, the Flash. I only watch the Flash because, well, okay, the Flash. I'll admit it's a very stupid show, and yeah. uh, that's that's the reason. That's the reason I watch it. The reason it's I very watch
0: Very hokey, a little corny.
1: Yeah, you know, it's 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 enough. It's enough for me. It's it's not something that you're supposed to take seriously. It's just yeah. something that you that you sit back and you know. If you want a good belly laugh, you'll be like, "Okay, yeah, sure." Your story makes absolutely no sense, but sure for it, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: like that's not how real science works. Yeah, you can't you can't just throw the word quantum in front of everything and expect <laughs> it to make sense.
0: What's it like? Um, the co- cosmic treadmill they always reference on these shows, <laughs> and I'm just like, yes, like it just like. If you're if you if you're act, if you're not thinking about it and you're just letting it go you're like yeah cosmic treadmill but if you start thinking about it you're like cosmic treadmill really that's that's what we're <laughs> going with here yeah sure okay yeah, yeah. like just, it yeah it literally looks just like a treadmill it's not like like the giant circle thing like the hamster wheel that he runs in seems like cooler <laughs> than like just like a giant treadmill you know it's like very yeah. silly
1: like I like to think that's the same treadmill because uh okay in the earlier seasons um they actually had um uh Grant Gustin in the flash suit running on a treadmill in front of did I say treadmill? No, treadmill in like uh in front of a green screen and he's Tread- actually running
0: treadmill is your uh uh I uh, is your trail mix brand. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, right up there with your wheelbarrows.
0: Exactly, <laughs> a wheelbarrel filled with tread, tread mix, treadmill. <laughs>
1: I don't know <laughs> <laughs> mix treadmill. Um, oh my god! Heavens, heaven's to Betsy. You know what? So, <laughs> but they reused that footage. Um, um. Now the way that yeah, so I I like to think that's the same treadmill that that they used to, to be the cosmic treadmill because you know low budget and stuff.
0: Yeah. Which even in Batman Brave and Bold, which is uh, animated, they use a cosmic treadmill in. (laughs) Like, they could draw anything, and they just choose to draw a treadmill. (laughs) Uh, Which, oh, is there anything else we could pull out of Crisis on Infinite Earths before we move on? Well, there's two animated web series, too. Uh, They did a Vixen and Freedom Fighters the Ray. So those are two uh, web series they made. And they have the new show, uh, Naomi, um, which Mm. just premiered on the CW. So I think that I'm sure that's related to some degree to to these DCW Arrowverse shows.
1: Um, The oh, the crisis. uh, Well, first of all, um, yeah, Arrow dies. Yeah, because that that was the like that was supposed to be the last season of Arrow. Mm hmm. Um, so they kill off Stephen Amell, and his daughter comes back. Um, and she takes up the mantle. I think I don't know. I don't watch Arrow. Um, uh, they incorporate the Lazarus Pit. Oh, cool. Um, and oh, they come like the multiverse is like completely gone, right? So, um, the way that it works is that instead of having like Earth One, Earth Two, Earth Earth Three, Earth Ninety, um they have um they just have shoot what's it called oh earth prime
0: okay. where
1: where supergirl and the flash legends of tomorrow they all share um an earth yeah and okay now they also open doors for for green lantern to and they kind of have like the hall of justice in its own its own weird way
0: 'Cause I know they have the Justice is it the Justice Society or Justice League in in I guess Legends of Tomorrow, because I think they have the original uh Justice Society people peeps. So they have um Our Man I think makes an appearance and, and a couple of the others. If I'm not yeah. mistaken. Love our, our our man. It's a cool idea for a character. I can only be I can only be a super hero for one hour. If I if I take this Wait, drug that's that's, a, that's, that's
1: actually a, how it wow Yeah,
0: that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> okay. and one of the All originals, right. one of the OGs, too. Um yeah. And then I believe um Oh, yeah, so we're in season six. Let's jump to season seven, which are they in now? Are they halfway through season seven?
1: No, they finished season seven. Oh uh, they right now they're doing they're on season eight. That's I haven't nuts. seen any of season eight yet because it, I, I don't have time for it.
0: Totally fair. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So but, what was um,
0: season seven about?
1: Oh, I wish I could tell you. Um, <laughs> season, okay. Season seven. I think it's the worst season of the flash. Okay. Um, That's fair. Ex, ex, excluding season eight. Cause I haven't seen it yet. It could be way worse. And season but, seven,
0: I feel like is probably the first, season shot through COVID too, which I'm sure was really, really tough.
1: No seasons. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Cause season seven was supposed to be. um, Well, they can't, well, like the beginning of season seven was supposed to be the, the ending of season six.
0: Okay. Um, oh, okay, that makes season sense. Six,
1: yeah. Season six deals with like the post post-crisis. Uh, world. Um, and uh, they didn't get to finish because you know a whole pandemic. Yeah, in Uh, in in in
0: in the crisis event though, they don't fold over every universe, right? Like I would, I would assume the Batman eighty nine verse is still its own thing by the end, and
1: Um, like the Doom Patrol
0: verse is still the same by the end. But I don't know.
1: I I don't think they do a really good job of explaining it. So I've actually been operating under the impression that, well, no, the, the multiverse is a thing. They just don't know how it works anymore, but they, I don't think they even know that a multiverse still exists.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. Or something like that. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It gets really convoluted because they're like, all the universes yeah. are the one now. It's like, well, you have like 30 other things happening concurrently still. Like you have the animated movies, you have the comics those are all universes yeah,
1: yeah so like can can we get um uh what's his name uh, okay we get like lego batman <laughs> yeah <for> sure <laughs> to yeah fight alongside grant gustin's flash
0: god how cool would that be <laughs> and i know and i'm pretty confident in the lego batman movie they get uh lando calrissian billy d williams <laughs> himself to billy reprise his role cuz he he plays um commissioner or not commissioner he plays um district attorney harvey dent in batman 89 and then you're like oh mm-hmm. we're gonna see him play 2 Face by like the third yeah. batman movie and then you know they when joel schumacher takes over they replace him with tommy lee jones and mm-hmm. we've always wanted to see him billy d williams portray that character so you actually get a taste of it in the lego batman uh, movie and then i right. think they're, they're doing the batman 89 comics now which i'm going to go into more detail with at some point and we'll do a whole episode about that but i think you i think in that with those comics now we see uh billy d williams as two-face i think they they're doing an homage so you see um uh it's marlon waynes i think he was going to be robin in those movies so they're actually going to do marlon Wayne's likeness as the robin in those comics and stuff so i think that's really cool so technically they're like establishing that Joel Schumacher's verse is definitely separate mm. from uh Tim Burton's verse, even though they share the same Commissioner Gordon and Alfred,
1: basically. Mm. Interesting.
0: Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I think there's only that those are the only two actors that cross over from Batman Returns to Batman Forever, if I'm not mistaken. Pretty confident. Mm.
1: I, I can't say that I that I that I remember enough to be able to to double check that fact check
0: yeah. that. Yeah. Hey, your uncle worked on Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. So, I've sh- full, re- sure full respect for those movies, no matter how hokey they are, especially the hokey Exactly. I think Batman Forever is legit a good movie. I think Batman and Robin is really, really corny and barely holds up, but it's so much fun to watch still. <laughs> right.
1: But yeah, um yeah, my uncle, he was the 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 sound editor. On Batman forever
0: so cool I yeah. remember asking him because the internet was like why does the di- why does the fake dinosaur in Batman and Robin when he's frozen or I think like someone skates off his tail and the tail breaks or something it's like why does the dinosaur make a dinosaur sound if it's not alive and and I, I remember asking your uncle that and and because the internet was asking that and he's like well what Else is it? <laughs> like, like oh yeah I, I guess you're right like <laughs> I mean yeah. no sound is not a it's fun fun times right uh, I like lo- the Batman has built in. Love They're it. definitely more hardcore. course in.
1: <laughs> there might not Love how be. how we're talking about this.
0: Yeah. Um, let me just see Val, Batman Forever suit. Let me see. Um, why is it all pictures of not Val Kilmer? It's like... like, like there he is. Oh yeah, there's there's no nipples in Forever.
1: Um, All right.
0: They just pop up in and and Robin.
1: <laughs> yeah, but but that's but that's the bat. But bat credit card. That's Batman Forever, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Oh man, is it Forever? I can't remember now. Oh, sorry. Robin has nipples in Batman Forever.
1: Okay. Got it.
0: Um. Yeah. No, it's. Um the poison ivy one has the credit card. So that's that's oh, Batman and Robin still. Robin.
1: Yeah. Okay. So Batman and Robin, that's just the okay, I got it. Yeah, that's the one where they
0: just like gave up.
1: <laughs> yes. Which They're honestly. Like, right.
0: Yeah. If if I were to pick a my favorite Gotham City though, it would be Joel Schumacher's Gotham City. Like the statuesque buildings, mm. every everything's a giant human statue. I just think that's so cool. Like the astronomy tower um at the at the end of Batman and Robin. I love that stuff. Like I I wish they drew giant statue buildings more for Gotham, because that's that's so cool looking. Yeah.
1: I I like I like that and it um it reminds me or or at least gives me hope for the new Batman movie that's coming out because uh the new the new Bat like it's called The Batman with Robert Pattinson yeah, yeah um, i'm
0: excited for
1: it that place it looks like gotham like it looks like a like, like it doesn't look like chicago it doesn't look like new york it doesn't it it looks like its own original thing and i i like it, that
0: it looks like it's got the red like gotham sky which is really cool mm-hmm. like from from the batman uh animated series from the 90s the, yes. the second half has the red sky if i'm not mistaken i don't know about the first the first iteration of the series because they do a right. uh, halfway through Batman, uh, the animated series. They, they changed the the look of all the characters kind of update them. Um, which is something Bruce, Tim, the creator always wanted to do when he started that show. He, I don't think he ever liked the look of the Joker. So, he, you know, he changed, he changed up everybody halfway through the series. And I think that's when you add that red sky to it, which looks really cool. Yeah. Um, Matt Reeves the Batman looks it's going to be the longest Batman movie as well at two hours and 55 minutes, which is nuts. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. And, and I really, really like Christopher Nolan's Batman dark Knight trilogy. And yes, I think Batman begins when I saw it, I was like, Oh, this is the best Batman movie of all time. You know? Like when it first came out, was like, this is so amazing. Yeah. Everything's so earnest and down to earth. And they've just figured it out perfectly. And then The Dark Knight came out and often considered like the godfather of superhero movies. It takes itself so seriously, super long, um, and does a really good job. But like you're saying, I think Gotham in The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises looks too much like Chicago. It doesn't feel like Gotham City. It feels like, you know... And I know for the for the Batman, Max is the Batman, they went to London and shot a lot of stuff, or they shot a lot of stuff in Europe. And I feel like they're doing that with the Batgirl movie for the um for the I almost said the CW for for the HBO Max. (laughs) Um yeah, they're doing a Batgirl movie right now, um and um uh, they. I think they're shooting a lot of that over in Europe as well to give it that more like old school feel to it. And you know, Michael Keaton is also reprising his role, um, in in Batgirl. And they actually they we have some shots of the movie set right now, or like you know, because they're shooting on 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 scene, and so on different like sh- you know random streets and stuff. So they put up a lot of billboards and posters and graffiti. Uh, to kind of, to, um, you know, make it feel like Gotham City. And there's reference to Lex Luthor. And there's reference to Vicki Vale, who, who's Kim, mm-hmm. who you know, who's the um, love interest in the original Batman 89 Tim Burton film played by Kim Basinger. So yeah. they reference her in this new one. So obviously, like, it, this Batgirl movie is going to take place in the Tim Burton, Michael Keaton, Batman 89, Um, or sorry, well batman 89 earth 89 verse which is really exciting
1: stuff right yeah um i will say that i am i i i like that I, um i have high hopes for the batman i i i really want it to be a good movie um though i i do i do kind of question um Uh, robert pattinson's uh ability to to um to play i feel like he'll he'll do great as batman yeah it's just i i do kind of question how he's going to take bruce wayne take on bruce wayne
0: yeah i can see that i think he has the perfect bat chin like his chin is so chiseled and (laughs) it looks like how batman's chin would same thing with um same thing with ben affleck he had a great chin to to portray batman Uh, And then again, I'd argue that Val Kilmer has the best bat lips. Like His lips look (laughs) like, I don't know, they're just beautiful to to stare at for a while. As a a totally straight fist man, I just like, what great lips to stare at for two hours. And uh, yeah, I I think Robert Pattinson, I think is going to pull off Batman flawlessly. It'll be really interesting to see his portrayal as Bruce Wayne because I don't know how old he is, but he, I still think of him as like a baby. I still think of him as like 22. I know he's not. So I need to like, I know Batman is, I think Batman's age, Bruce Wayne's age in the comics always ranges from 28 to 33. And they never let him really age past 33 unless it's like the Dark Knight returns or like. The, the, whole, like, like, the yeah. premise is built on him being older, you know, or like Batman Beyond, mm-hmm. which is my favorite thing ever.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen like any of the Twilight movies or anything. So the only thing that I know Robinson from is his role as Cedric Diggory in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Which, so I don't know yeah. why.
0: And re- did you watch Return to Hogwarts? The uh, I did the 20th yeah. reunion anniversary special on HBO max for uh, Harry Potter. Yeah. They have all the actors back pretty much, but they don't have Robert Pattinson. And I'm like, aren't you like, like one of the prime, like figures of Warner brothers now, since you're their Batman, like they couldn't get him to like, say like two yeah. things about being Cedric Digger. Especially there's a whole like part. Cause you know, they deal with the fourth movie and they show his like Cedric's father dealing with, his son's death, which I think is a deleted scene in the movie. So they use a lot of deleted yeah. scenes for return to Hogwarts. And what a beautiful like, that may be cr- like such a, such a beautiful scene of his dad. Like, no, my boy, my boy, I can't do a British. I know, it's
1: so raw.
0: Yeah. It's, it's really so raw. raw. It's so beautiful. And, uh, he's so good they couldn't get him like on the batman set to just like say a couple lines and, and like <laughs> yeah. he's like eating, he's like like eating hot cheetos with like the cowl the batman cowl on he's like yeah when i was when i was cedric diggeroy i was thinking this i was thinking like how
1: i needed to do this as the character like nothing we got nothing no no like no no no. That. No, he's doing the batman voice while he's doing it. He's, he's like no, no yes. yes yeah i was oh, i man. was in harry potter and so oh, where is she I'm Cedric. <laughs> I'm Cedric.
0: <laughs> who who did Cedric date anyone? Hollywood know this. Does he date anyone in book four? Um, well,
1: I mean, he goes to the Yule Ball with uh, with Cho Chang.
0: That's what I was thinking. Okay, yeah. Where is she? And he's referring referring to Cho Chang. <laughs> it's
1: like yeah. It's like uh, she. Wait, they should they should have gotten the the actress who plays Cho Chang to come back and play Selena Kyle.
0: Great, <laughs> or she can still play. um What's his other Talia Al Ghul? <laughs> oh yeah, that would be really.
1: Yeah, cool. we can get Damian Wayne.
0: Yeah, did like, you see? Can just, yeah, yeah. Like did did get you just, Daniel Radcliffe to uh, That would be amazing. Daniel Radcliffe as Damian Wayne. Oh my God, they'd probably get like Finn Wolfhard or something now, or even like a yeah. younger kid. You know, I love the character Ooh, Damian Wayne. Finn
1: Wolfhard. Yeah,
0: that'd be good. I think I think of him for every kid role, though. I mean, you could even uh, Timothy Chalamet is a, always a good choice for something. I think Timothy Chalamet should be. Um, oh, what's the character from Batman Beyond? He should be Batman Beyond. I think that would be really cool. Uh, am Terry, I'm, I'm Terry thinking... McGinnis. I just thought of it. Yeah, he should. I think Timothy Chalamet should play Terry McGinnis. And then, so Leslie. Thinking... Oh, good, good. I was just going to say Leslie Grace is going to be a uh, Batgirl and Brendan Frazier is going to be Firefly in this Batgirl movie. So I'm excited. For oh that. yeah. Hey. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Brendan Fraser uh fan club right here. I uh, can't say enough good <laughs> things about that man. From what I heard, he's very like down to earth and a really nice guy as well. Um, who got sexually harassed throughout his time in Hollywood in the late nineties, early two thousands. Like, men and women he he was because you know he he was built back then george of the jungle style so he -hmm. would get sexually harassed to the point where he stopped acting and that's why he left for 15 20 years acting and then he reluctantly got back into it he was on a showtime show um and then uh you know they gave him that role in uh the hbo max series um What's it called? I'm just blanking on the name right now. I just had it in my head. We were just talking about it.
1: Oh, um, um uh, hey, not,
0: not Titans. Doom Patrol. Pfft. Yeah, that's Doom it. Patrol. Yeah, he's, you know, he's in Doom Patrol and then now he's in the kind of Warner Brothers family. So now he's going to be Firefly and Batgirl, which is exciting. Uh, let's get back to season seven, right? We we're talking yeah, season about season
1: seven. Yeah, yeah, of, season of seven. Flash. Yeah. Is this one. So- when- Go ahead. Um, so season seven. Oh, I remember at the end. Like, okay, so during during crisis in season six, uh, mm-hmm. Barry. Um. Destroys the Speed Force. Oh, wow. Um, so the Speed Force is dying, mm-hmm. and um um Barry spends the rest of season 6 and um part of season 7 um trying to re re uh well make make their own artificial speed force because okay. the speed force is is, is dying which yeah. they do with gelatin and... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> something like that yeah yeah and or I forget how it works because then their artificial speed force makes Barry like really smart to the point where he like um he ignores all compassion. He's just logical. So he's see. It's basically if the, if Spock were the Flash.
0: Exactly, that's what I was just going to say. Yeah.
1: Yes. And it's logical. like it's su- su- exactly. He's he's like it's kind of like when Doc Ock became Spider-Man, um Superior Spider-Man, he just He's he's a more efficient Flash. It's mm-hmm. just he's not the Flash. I'm like okay, fine.
0: He's just I an emotionless of, being.
1: Yeah, i i pr- I have i i prefer that version of the Flash. Interesting. Because because I mean, the, I mean, of course, the Flash needs compassion. That's mm-hmm. that's an important part of the Flash as a character. But yeah. throughout this entire run of the show. It's like you have you just have Barry being a complete idiot. Um and now he's finally a genius. See that yeah. wouldn't that
0: wouldn't work in the Star Wars universe, uh like disconnecting yourself from your emotions to gain more like force power, because the only the way you gain force power is through your through your emotions. So your light side emotions right. give you light side force powers. Uh your dark side emotions give you dark side force powers. So if you're like an emotionless being, you can't be a force wielder, which is kind of interesting. And some people don't understand that about Star Wars. But it's like Yoda explains it in Empire Strikes Back and then goes out of his way to explain it to young Annie, little orphan Annie, in The Phantom Menace. <laughs> when when he's yes. like, hate leads to, or fear leads to hate, which leads to anger, which leads to the dark side. I think there's a couple more emotions fear in Fear leads
1: to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering.
0: There it is. Suffering, suffering leads to the dark side. So, um, yeah. uh, And, and I, like, you know, I think, like, Star Wars is really beautiful, I think, because of those, uh, tropes of, like, not a trope, but, like, the idea of connecting through the Force through your emotions I think is such a powerful idea that's lost on certain Star Wars fans, but I think it's, like, the coolest thing ever.
1: Yeah. Um, and so, season seven... As, like the strength force which um, so you have the speed force that comes back and then you have like a time something we have this guy that, that controls time um, then this there's girl that controls strength uh, one that controls something else fear or something like that. Um, and they were created by, by Barry in, um, trying to make this new speed force or something like that. It's really honestly super forgettable. Um, but the main, the main, the main route of, of season seven is Godspeed being
0: the The main route that flash runs down is Godspeed.
1: Yeah. Yeah, god godspeed. Um, he he's the main villain. Uh, and in this time Nora uh Nora, Nora isn't dead. She's I mean a different version of Nora kind of um, um and she has a brother okay. uh, which is Jordan Fisher. Um or and he's I think he's supposed to be um well he's Impulse, which in the comics is Bart Allen. Um okay. which is actually Barry's grandson. Oh wow. Um, yeah, but um uh, I don't know. I, I he's think just Barry's
0: yeah. son in this.
1: He's he's just Barry's son. He almost like um, replaces
0: so. Nora, I guess. Like there's there's never a time when Nora and Barry like Barry's daughter and son are in the same Timeline. no yeah
1: they're they're in the same timeline okay. in season seven yeah they're they're there um um, and they have okay and the, here's here's what if I had to like give you a reason why season, like the flash is just super dumb um i see season, season seven uh the final battle surprise surprise, the reverse flash comes back um. to help Barry defeat Godspeed, and Godspeed uh, summons a lightning bolt, um, and uses it as a light, like a lightsaber. And the final battle is Godspeed, the Flash, and the reverse Flash having a lightsaber battle, uh, Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon, and Darth Maul style and then <laughs> exactly love <laughs> <And then>, it <laughs> it's 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 so dumb and then of course they defeat Godspeed and they're like haha we done it and then, and then watch this <laughs> and
0: then
1: and then reverse flash uh is like I'm evil still so I'm gonna defeat the flash because well, duh, that's what the Reverse Flash is gonna do. And for yeah. some reason, Barry doesn't see this happening. He doesn't see this coming at all. Wow! So like, literally, everybody else saw that. Wow. Yeah. So it, it's so dumb. And then, of course, Jordan Fisher sings.
0: At the end. Oh yeah, because he yeah he's great in Grease Live. He he has a song in Grease Live that's not in the original movie Grease. Like they because they mm. they they cut that song when they made the movie. So it's in the original musical. So they added that back in when they did the Fox uh, grease live, which is cool. And he's really, he was really, he's, you know, he's a really talented dude. He, he's, he has a really good voice as well. Fascinating. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: He, I know him from, from a, from Disney channel, of course.
0: Okay. Well, what, yeah. what,
1: what movies was he on Disney channel or is he on a show? Um. Well, I, what comes to mind is he did, Teen, the Teen Beach movies, like Teen Beach movie and Teen Beach 2. Yeah. Um, if, if I were, think are the Jonas in that too? The Jonas Brothers and Teen Beach? Uh, I could be mistaken. I, I don't think so. Jonas Brothers, that's Nickelodeon. Okay. Yeah.
0: I'm trying to think yeah. of, they, trying to think of who else was in those movies. I don't remember. I guess I had a job where I worked on, um, uh, where I worked on Disney movies for a while. So I actually watched through the original Teen Beach, or maybe it was Teen Beach 2. So it's like a time travel movie, which really surprised me.
1: Yeah, it's like, basically oh, it's West Side Story, but not. That's <laughs> <laughs> fair. No, it's it's called, I think, the because like, it's about going into a movie and living th- in the movie um, it's called, um, wet side story. That's what it's called. It's the, wet side story where uh, you have yeah. these surfers that, um, that are fighting f- w- like, f- uh, for land, uh, against these bikers. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And Jordan Fisher plays, plays, um, he's one of the surfers.
0: Nice. I was yeah, actually, course, you
1: know, yeah.
0: Oh, I got uh Teen Beach mixed up with Camp Rock, which has the Jonas brothers in it. And that is a uh, Disney.
1: Camp rock. rock.
0: Yeah. So I think the Joe Bros moved over from Nickelodeon to Disney Channel to do these Camp Rock movies.
1: Interesting. Camp Rock
0: two, the final jam. I guess they only made two of them.
1: <laughs> hmm.
0: Yeah. So back yeah. to the Flash. Uh back in a flash. Yeah. Uh, So that pretty much catches us up up to real life. Um, We don't need to talk about season eight right now because it's currently happening. Um, Mm -hmm. But um, let's talk about the legacy actors. So we talked about John Wesley Shipp a little bit. Um, There's another one, Mark Hamill, who who was originally – I mean, if you go back, he's the trickster in the original Flash. I think he has like two or three episodes where he's the trickster and you know obviously he plays the voice of the joker um in yeah. the original batman the animated series and in like justice league unlimited and uh and i'm sure in superman the animated series all the the, the bruce tim verse or the dcau dc animated universe uh yeah. he plays the voice yeah. of the joker obviously
1: and comes back and he he did the voice of the joker in like the animated movies like batman the killing joke
0: yeah. 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 So they got him and, and um yeah. Uh they got him and Kevin Conroy back for that, which is cool. And I think him and Kevin Conroy are coming back for the new Batman animated series that's gonna be produced by JJ Abrams, which is Ooh. exciting. So they, they said it's more Batman the Animated Series than Batman the Animated Series. So I think it's a new continuity. I don't think it's the same universe as the the DCAU, which you know is Batman the Animated Series, Superman the Animated Series, um, uh, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, and then Static Shock, Batman Beyond, and the Zeta Projects, which no one remembers that show, but that was a spinoff of Batman Beyond that was really cool, about a robot that like was evil but then escaped and is just always on the run, named Zeta. Um, those were all really cool shows. Oh, just really cool that they built that whole universe there. And, you know, there's a couple movies, too, that tie in. There's, like, three or four DC um, animated films that tie into that universe. Uh, but most are – like, there's, like, 40 or 50 DC animated movies now. Most are independent. Um, but some of them fit in there, which is cool. Um, there's also Batman Brave and the Bold. Oh, and Mark Hamill also plays the trickster in a Justice League Unlimited episode, or Justice League episode. I forget which one. Yeah. They're, like, the same show. Uh just Like, randomly gets renamed, you know. Yeah, I pro- probably they, they don't have to, you know, certain contracts ended and they redo different contracts and don't have to pay people as much if it's a different show, technically. Um, so yeah, he comes back as a trickster in that, and then he then we see a trickster in the new Flash, like the new Flash series, as mm-hmm. we're talking, and it turns out to be like his son, the son of the trickster. And then we actually see Mark Hamill reprise his role as trickster in, yeah in the DCW verse, which is really cool. And he's in two or three episodes as well, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Mm-hmm. He's been, uh, he's actually a, a recurring character th- from uh, season one, season two and season three. That's great. Actually, but I think in season three, he's Jay Garrick's trickster.
0: Okay. And that's probably more in line because, so the other legacy actor obviously is John Wesley ship. So, as we we're saying at the top of this uh, epi- podcast episode, uh, he comes. He, he first he starts off as not Dawson's dad, but as Barry Allen's dad in the Flash series. Then in season mm-hmm. two, he dies, and you have this person who you think is Jay Garrick, turns out to not be, and then you get the real Jay Garrick. You know the OG Flash, the Golden Age Flash, and that turns out to be John Wesley Ship. And John Wesley Ship is quoted as saying. This version of the flash is basically his version from the '90s, just with a different name. So everything that happened mm-hmm. the Barry Allen 90s flash from, from Earth 90, uh, ac- also happened to this version of, of uh, John Wesley ship's Jay Garrick's Flash. So
1: Earth Three.:
0: Earth Three. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. So I feel like that the events that happen in Earth 90 are the same events that happen in Earth three. like they, they kind of carry over. But then, um, later on, uh, in a crossover event, we actually do get the original 90s flash. So even though John Wesley ship um, uh, is portraying Jay Garrick, he actually comes back and he portrays his legit OG Barry Allen 90s flash at some point. And then doesn't he save the world and die? So we get to see a we get the we get a good send off for this character that you know they canceled. Yeah. There's only 22 episodes of that original show, and they canceled it prematurely. I think they even took like the last four episodes and cut them. and they made them into like movies. So like they made the yeah. last four episodes in the two movies, and they were able to sell that overseas as like Flash movies.
1: Oh. Yeah. So
0: um. Uh, so yeah, he was actually able to come back and finish off his run as the has his legit OG Barry Allen Flash, which is really really cool. They finally brought him yeah. back into the fold. Love it so much.
1: Yeah, thirty thirty years in in the making.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: it's, it's rather sweet.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and so I think that catches us up on the series now. I think that was a good little rundown of of what has happened. Get it, rundown? I mean, you know, all yeah. these all these puns are super intentional. <laughs> oh, just,
1: by I the way, the, the the number of flash no of 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 running puns in the show it's 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 um,
0: endless. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's an endless marathon. If, if you catch my drift. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, so that, that catches us up. So now um, I, I'm sure I feel like they want to end uh, the Flash this year because they have the movie coming out in November. And I don't know if they want crossover. Mm. Do you think Grant Gustin's going to be in the Flash movie?
1: Um, it's I, the I don't think that he'll be in the Flash movie. I would no? like him to be in the Flash movie. Because I feel like that would be an interesting twist, but yeah. I don't. I don't think that. Um, that I don't think. I mean, I feel like um, since they, okay, there has to be a reason why they did the the whole crossover um, it, with Crisis, where Ezra Miller sees the sees Grant Gustin's Flash. Um, so I forgot
0: at that moment too. Um, technically in Justice League um, which was the first appearance of Ezra Miller's Flash, they never call him the Flash there and it's not until he meets Grant mm. Gustin where Grant Gustin's like I'm the Flash, you're the Flash too and then Ezra Miller's Flash is like well, that's a really cool name and then that's that's how the DCU uh... Flash gets his name so cool
1: oh wow, I didn't even think about that yeah, yeah yeah, because he just pushes people and runs away.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Oh, have have you seen the Snyder Cut?
0: I have not yet, so if I haven't seen Justice League, as it were. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I haven't seen Snyder Cut, and I haven't seen Batman versus Superman. And I think I'm only going to watch the Ultimate Edition when I do. It's going to be. I'm going to do it for this podcast. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to hunker down. And I'm going to watch through the Zack Snyder trilogy. So I'm going to start with Man mm-hmm. of Steel, even though I don't like how Batman snaps um, his uh, his neck at the end. I don't I don't think that's very Batman-esque of him, but I understand that. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Superman uh, snaps his neck. Yeah. I don't think it's very Superman of him, but you know, it's Zack yeah. Snyder's decision. It's his creation, you know, like, like this, this iteration of Superman, sorry, is his idea. So, I am yeah. sure they justify it. And I feel like they justify it in Batman versus Superman. Cause that's why Batman doesn't like Superman is because Superman is a neck snap and alien, but I could totally be mistaken. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't, I mean, I don't want to like spoil anything for you. Yeah. So I'm just gonna just, yeah,
0: that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Um, <laughs> yeah i I will definitely check them out. I'm glad there's an ultimate edition, like kind of a, a Zack Snyder's version cut of uh, Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice. So I'm excited to check that out. I'm really glad that he got a trilogy of movies in there. Uh, I think mm-hmm. I think they should give um uh, Ray Fisher his cyborg movie personally, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's ever gonna happen uh, just because of how negative he's been towards Warner Brothers. but I think there's an accountability there where uh even though they cut his role short in the original Justice League, I think there's still an opportunity for a for something cyborg out there. Um personally. Ooh, yeah. even, even if Zack Snyder's not involved, I still think there should be I mean, he would be producing it no matter what, since he's so attached to that character. But I would I would just love there to be a cyborg movie still.
1: Is Zack Snyder doing anything is he is he in charge of of the Flash movie or who's who's in charge? Now? I think
0: he's producing it. Andy Muschietti is directing it, and Andy Muschietti mm-hmm. directed it part one and part two for Warner Brothers.
1: Hmm.
0: And those are really really solidly made films. Um, they're really beautiful. He's a very competent director. So I. I believe that he's going to do a really good job with this flash movie it's like him and his sister i think they're they're like a creative team and they do everything together i think it's his sister if i'm not mistaken um yeah andy muschietti uh and um those i'm yeah again just really excited i think zach is going to be a producer on it but um like you know the whole justice league situation kind of angered zach and you know he was able to make his version of Justice League, but you know he left Warner Brothers, and now he's exclusively making movies for Netflix now. Mm. Yeah, so there's two two directors that uh, Warner Brothers pissed off in the last two years, which was um, well, yeah, which was Christopher Nolan and Zack Snyder, both left Warner Brothers to do mm. things at other studios now. But again,
1: like I Wait, feel like, like what are, oh, sorry, I, I'm, I'm just just go ahead just quickly what did what did they do with uh Christopher Nolan i, I don't i don't know about that and
0: so they really uh, aggravated him with with the release of tenant cuz they were going to release tenant and then um the pandemic happened so they mm-hmm. delayed it they delayed it and they're like okay we're going to release it now and uh then and so he was like a little upset with that but the reason why they still like they could have decided to release it on hbo max but they were like no we don't want to anger nolan so we're gonna he loves movie theaters he loves classically projected cinema uh, on film so we're gonna release his movie in theater still even though like if people go see it they might die uh and then Uh, Warner Brothers announced that their 2021 slate of films, like all 17 movies, were all going to be released simultaneously in theaters and HBO Max. And that's when Nolan was like, I went to bed knowing that I worked for the world's best movie studio. And then when I woke up, I was working for the third best streamer. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, so he was really angry with that business decision. And you know, that business decision was very much like a Silicon Valley decision, not a Hollywood decision of putting all the movies on HBO Max, but you know, helped with HBO Max's bottom line, got people um signing up for that for 15 bucks a month. So that was their goal, you know? Their goal wasn't to make yeah. mo- money in theaters, but you know, they also could have just released the movies on HBO Max. They chose to do a dual release in theaters and on HBO Max. So, you know, it is what it is. It's a it's a very weird business decision. It was WB Synergy um, that I think to a degree worked for them. Maybe not as well as they thought. Um, angered a lot of people but at the end of the day, I think maybe was the right decision for most of these movies, or maybe they could have been like one week exclusively in theaters and then throw it up on HBO max or something. But they wanted people there day and date give, giving them that 15 bucks a month and then forgetting that they signed up for HBO max. And then three years goes mm-hmm. by, you know, $15 coming out of your check every, or, you know, your, your wallet. Yeah, so that that's how they angered both of those guys. Okay. Yeah.
1: Like, and I feel true.
0: like Warner Brothers always used to be like a director-driven studio, so the creativity comes from the director, not necessarily the writer or the producer, while Disney has always been more of a producer's game. So like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like it's not about the director over at Marvel. It's really about Kevin Feige and his team picking a director that they know can pull off what they want to happen. Or, or right, like you yeah. know, same thing with Kathleen Kennedy over at Star Wars. She chooses John Favreau because she knows that he'll do a good job. But you know, she's still you know, it's a producer's game. It's it's
1: yeah.
0: they're they're like hot shot, heavy, hardcore producers that are um, you know curating this content as opposed to uh, like the idea of the auteur director, which honestly has uh, got kind of gotten killed over the last like couple years. The idea of like the auteur. Being the only like being the creative mind, and everyone has to like fall in place for the auteur. You know, I think mm. that lately it's been more of like you know, it's a collaborative effort to make films, and to make to make TV, and Absolutely. you want to you want to promote that creativity with everyone, and it's not just one auteur, not just one white guy at the top making yeah. all the creative decisions. Yeah. You know, so yeah, so that's where we're at now. We're we're going to have a lot of movies this year between the Batman, the flash Aquaman and the lost kingdom. Uh, there's the Ooh. super pets movie coming out too. So there's a oh lot, boy. there's a lot of DC. <laughs> there's a lot of DC this year. Uh, yeah. it really exciting. Oh, black Adam as well, I believe is this year, which I'm super oh, yeah. excited for. Yeah. Honestly, right. the one I'm most excited for is Shazam Two: fury of the gods. Cause I really loved mm-hmm. the first movie. I thought that, uh, yeah. I thought the, the emotions were all in the correct place in that film and it was fun. It was a little dark with like the Gollum type seven deadly sins things. I don't know. I just mm-hmm. really enjoyed that movie. John Glover yeah. being in it, um, who uh who played the voice of the Riddler in the original Batman animated series, and then he was yeah. the he was the scientist in Batman and Robin, and he's actually I don't think he's the real father, but he plays someone's fa- I think he plays Lex Luthor or like whatever the character is that Michael Rosenbaum's character from Smallville I think he plays his dad on that show so he's been in four different DC properties John Glover and it's cool that they that they threw him into oh. yeah he um, plays the dad yeah. of the kid and he dies or no he plays the dad of Um, he plays like the head of the uh, company and, you know like he gets right, thrown yeah. out the window yeah
1: them, yeah, I mean, yeah, and of course Zachary Levi does does a phenomenal job of of portraying a teenager in an adult's body, but also yeah. but also maintaining the the seriousness of of I'm a superhero and have to take responsibility uh, when like or just being serious when he needs to. I I, I think they did a really good job balancing that.
0: Yeah, I think it was I think it's really tough. Like and like I feel like the movie is what like it's big meets Spider-Man, you know, and meets Superman. I think they balance the all all yes. the stuff really well. And then just there's the whole story with the orphans, I think is really cool and really well done. And we need to see more like orphans like hanging out together and forming bonds and families, I think in movies. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, fo- foster kids all all like you know like the whole idea of family in that movie and, and the foster system i think is really powerful and like obviously the real villain in that movie is, is not uh the the one guy it's um what was it dr solomon or something who's like a diet lex luther is that his name i can't remember his name in the movie i don't um, know. <laughs> yeah, Sa- we'll just call him saurman um uh but um like you think he's the villain but the real villain is uh is his mom right
1: (laughs) yeah i could see that
0: yeah like (laughs) spoilers for shazam but like that whole mom storyline is like really uh just sad and beautiful like you know beautifully sad and he has to move on from her it's just so good just such a yeah it kind of
1: reminds me of uh of of um what's that what's that disney movie animated movie uh meet the robinsons
0: yeah yeah exactly that's yeah. that's a pretty solid movie. Dr. Yeah. Savannah was his name in the movie. Dr.
1: Savannah,
0: Yeah, played by Mark Strong, but definitely like a Diet Lex Luthor. I mean, Shazam is a Diet Superman, you know? It was a different comic book company in the 40s or whenever it started, and then DC mm-hmm. Comics was able to scoop them up at some point. Yeah. yeah. So I think we're, we're, we're towards the end of the episode. Um, do you have any final thoughts Grayson? Any final thoughts on The Flash 2014?
1: Um, well, it it's uh, certainly a, a um an entertaining show for the wrong reasons. <laughs> um uh I I sometimes it's painful to watch, but as, towards the end I feel like it it it's what brought me closer to the comic books. Of what the Flash is supposed to be, yeah, and, uh, and you know it's 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 certainly a unique um, and inspired take on on the Flash. Um,
0: yeah, I, I think the show would benefit from what TV is nowadays, where I think that shows used to be twenty two episodes, and that's too many episodes per season. Now I think the Flash would benefit if it was only ten episodes per season. Because you can, yes. You know what you're doing over the course of 22, you do over the course of 10. So you're fitting in a lot more story and a lot less time. And I think that mm-hmm. would just probably strengthen the show. But again, you want to, you know, if you're a writer on these shows, you're a creator. You want to get paid for building sets and stuff. So I don't blame the okay. show for being 22 episodes because that's the business model. But at the same time, I think, you know, I think shows benefit from less episodes because you pull you pull in more creativity into the the shorter time that you get
1: yeah quality um, over quantity yes um I mean and I'd like to say that's that's true in this case because the flash has been getting shorter like it went from 23 episodes to 22 episodes and I think uh the I think season 7 was um like 18 or 19 episodes or something like that and that
0: might have also been due to covid too but oh yeah
1: it's definitely d- definitely due to covid but <laughs>
0: yeah because <laughs> yeah, yeah there, there um, was uh the other show supernatural that ran from the wb network over to the cw and they were they had like four episodes left and then covid hit and then they were gonna have mm-hmm. the, the four episodes you know where the four episodes there were three episodes in the series finale. And so they just like couldn't film those last couple episodes, so the show went for another season, uh, but like mm-hmm. the the last season was only like a few episodes, just like the ones that they weren't able to do, and they got those episodes out there, and then the show ended. Wow. Now they're talking about bringing it back already.
1: <laughs> oh, swell!
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they have they have some they have some supernatural comics one of them is actually uh distributed by dc comics so it's like supernatural is almost like a you know maybe in 20 years they'll just fold it into the dc verse <laughs> the dc universe who knows
1: yeah absolutely um the flash the flash tv show yeah I, it it does need to be shorter because I mean, you have like uh forty three uh, minute long episodes that can be, and they're they're problems that can be solved like like that for the Flash. Yeah. But yet they have, but yet they stretch it out for whatever reason, um, because you know, like it's it's really about the money. Yeah. Um, and I feel like the uh that that money should should be. Well, better spent uh on things like CGI, you know? Um,
0: that makes sense, yeah. Or like yeah, really, really nice, like fancy suits.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I from mean I their heard- costumes are 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 legit. Sometimes.
0: Yeah, 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 They probably get better as the shows progress too. Cause yeah. I from what I heard too, Titans has like really good high quality uh suits. But then, um, they don't have a budget for anything else. Like they blew their entire budget on the high-quality costumes. Right. Which I think it's the same outfit, no pun intended, that makes um, all the MCU suits, makes the uh, Titans suits. I don't know if it's the same thing with Grant Gustin's uh, suit. It's cool when they bring back like the Jay Garrick, John Wesley ship flash slash the and also the barry allen john wesley ship flash he's wearing his original suit which looks like a little fuzzy like it looks like you touch it (laughs) a little bit furry just really weird but i've always wanted to touch it just like lightly. yes is it (laughs) just kind of
1: kind of lightly pet it
0: yeah just to see what it feels like you're like oh okay that's it okay that's fine now (laughs) (laughs) yes Uh, kind
1: kind of similar to the to the andrew garfield Amazing Spider-Man 1 suit. You just want to touch it because he looks like a basketball.
0: Just yeah, it. it's like all this texture. I just want to touch the texture. <laughs> yes. And also, I should mention in uh, the original John Wesley ship Flash TV series from the 90s, from 1990 to 1991, there's one point where they have uh, a bunch of security monitors and underneath the security monitors are Tiny Toon Adventures plushes. So they have so they, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely, it's WB synergy right there. So tiny Toon adventures was like the biggest show in 1990, 1991. And so they like, they must've been like, wouldn't it be cool if we throw in like Buster and Babs bunny into the shot? So yeah, you see these plush uh, characters of the tiny tunes for, for a hot wow. minute. Yeah. Like normally it would be the Looney tunes, but because tiny tunes was so big at that time, it's actually the tiny tunes, which is cool. So I love the tiny tunes
1: wow wow that's actually wow <laughs> Isn't
0: that neat yeah and they're bringing tiny tunes back tiny Toon adventures luniversity for hbo max because i know i know that warner brothers knows that they made a mistake when they let spielberg make animaniacs for hulu which is uh. so which is so dumb not wb synergy at all that's why we're not really covering it on this podcast but like you know, animaniacs are the definitive Warner Brothers and Warner Sister. Like, they are the definition of Warner Brothers. They live in the WB Tower on the lot for, for gosh sake, for Godspeed's sake. And, yeah. and even in the first episode of the animaniacs, like the, the new version, of, oh, the new oh. version, of, ah, <laughs> the new version. Sorry. sorry, I knocked over my microphone. I got way too uh, energized. Um, the 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 speed force suddenly went into me and i knocked over my microphone um but yeah like the in the first new animaniacs episode they're running through the lot and like they knock over like a harry potter-esque character and like you know a a batman-esque character and like a wonder woman type character as they're running through the lot which i think is really apropos because yeah it's all all the synergy but uh, not on Hulu. And they reference Hulu a bunch on that show. You know, it should be on HBO max though. It would have been such a perfect synergy synergistic idea.
1: Yeah.
0: But they said that's why they're doing tiny Toons adventures, university instead. Right. Yeah. So I think that's it for the, the flash on CW. Um, Oh, I didn't reference actually John Wesley Ship plays. Um I think he they actually call him Zoom on Brave and the Bold, if I'm not mistaken. Um yeah, he plays Professor the voice of Professor Zoom, John Wesley Ship on Batman Brave and mm-hmm. the Bold, which is a really fun animated show. All these like Batman shows post after batman the animated series i was always like oh i don't want to watch that because it's not my batman but i started watching brave and bold and it's amazing it's such a cool show it's cool because batman normally teams up with a different superhero in each episode so in this episode um rightly entitled requiem for a scarlet speeder it's episode 215 of um batman the brave and the bold so you know it's Diedrich bader as batman um, Steve Bloom as Captain Cold, which is important for this uh, show. Hunter Parrish plays Wally West. I don't know who the guy is, Jay Garrick, but his name's Andy Milder. Um, but basically, um, John Wesley Shipp plays Professor Zoom, but he actually looks like Reverse Flash, so he just has the yellow suit on. And uh,
1: yeah, well, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, the 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 Reverse Flash and Professor Zoom, they're different characters but yeah they have the same outfit however there okay. are slight tweaks like uh especially within the eyes
0: oh that makes sense okay yeah um so yeah in, in this he plays professor zoom and alan tudyk plays barry allen and barry allen's actually presumed dead in this universe we don't know what happened to him and so batman's mm-hmm. fighting these bad guys he's fighting captain cold and they're all nostalgic all the bad guys are they're like batman you're such a you just punch us like you're not good at fight. Like you're not good at fighting us whatsoever. Like Barry all- or like the Flash was so much better at fighting us. Like he just vibrate out of like this metal that you're in right now and get out of it really quickly. And uh then all of a sudden those guys get uh beat up by J- Jay Garrick Flash and uh and the Kid Flash played by Hunter Parrish it was in Weeds, if anyone remembers that show. And um, so then they, they tell Batman, they're like, well, this is what happened to us. We were like running really fast with, re- with Professor Zoom and uh, Barry Allen's Flash. And then we all got sent to this dimension, which actually turns out to be the future. So then they all go to the future and they find out that Professor Zoom has the Barry Allen Flash in a uh, cosmic treadmill, basically. <laughs> and and it's one of yeah. the gerb... Ger- gerbil wheel ones though. And so um um Professor Zoom, John Wesley ship uh, uh um actually kidnaps Kid Flash and the Jay Garrick Flash and then Batman um ends up getting flash powers because um the them they're on the hamster when they're on the hamster wheel um they the power that they're generating is actually for um Professor Zoom's bad guys to make them fast. So they're all wearing Mm. these bracelets. So Batman beats them up, steals their bracelets, and then he can run around really fast. So he beats up John Wesley Ship's Professor Zoom and saves the day. And then Barry Allen's Flash comes back to the present. And then like Captain Cold and stuff uh, are are like, "Oh look, you are back!" And then they all get beat up. And uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. So
1: the the Batman Brave and the Bold is that the same? Well, the same Batman that was in that one. That one Scooby Doo movie, I think
0: so. Um, uh, I think he was in an episode of of a scoop. Yeah, Batman, Scooby Doo, and Batman: The Brave and the Bold. Yeah, yeah. So they did do a crossover because of of course they do. Um, yeah. Some of the voices were recast. Um. With other actors from different DC projects, so I guess they didn't. Uh, I mean, they still got Diedrich Bader back as the voice of Batman, uh, though for that. And also, Diedrich Bader plays the voice of Batman in the Harley Quinn animated series on HBO Max. Yeah. Um, right. uh, and and yeah, looking at the voice cast now, so that still has um, Matthew Lillard as Shaggy. I didn't know Shaggy's last name was Rogers ever. I don't know why I'd never, really? No, never really thought about that. Oh, Kate McCucci plays Velma. That's cool. Um, John DiMaggio plays, uh, Aquaman yeah. and Mr. Freeze and Crimson Cloak. Wow. in this Tom Kenny plays penguin and plastic man. Kevin, Michael Richardson. Is... <laughs> yeah. Kevin, Michael Richardson, who I love plays, uh, Clayface, detective chimp uh oh tara strong's in it she plays harley quinn and poison ivy and uh yeah so it's got a solid cast and obviously frank walker plays scooby-doo and fred fred jones i didn't know his last name was jones either i didn't know that any of those characters velma dinkley again i didn't know any of those characters had
1: last names I didn't know Shaggy I didn't know Shaggy's first name was Norville. I didn't know. I didn't know he had like an actual name, and-, and I, I just thought it was just Shaggy. Yeah, Norville Shaggy Rogers. I had no idea
0: either. That's so crazy.
1: It's, it's crazy.
0: Yeah. So that was great that we were able to break down Batman and and Batman and Scooby Doo: The Brave and the Bold as well. On this episode, yes, Uh, a little reference to that as well, because we'll you know we'll never cover that as its own episode. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's way there's way too many Scooby Doo uh, movies and TV shows. There's probably like you know ten thousand hours of Scooby Doo out there. It's nuts. There's a new show every other year.
1: You're right, and like I think the current uh, isn't. I think Scooby Doo is still on, and I think it's a
0: new iteration of it for sure. Yeah, And it
1: looks so much like Family Guy.
0: (laughs) Oh, that new version? Yeah, they have a very weird, modernized look for the new Scooby-Doo, which looks very strange. Yeah. Yeah, I forget who created that newer version, but... Yeah, it's very weird. But they have so many Scooby-Doo shows. Where Are You?, The Movies, um, The Scooby-Doo Show... I mean, he was in Laugh Olympics, the Scrappy Doo one, New Scooby Doo from '83, The Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo. I watched this one a bunch. A pup named Scooby Doo, which had a really cool animation style. What's new Scooby Doo?
1: Yeah, and there, there, what was that one that that new movie that came out like what two years ago? Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, The Family Guy one you were talking about was called Be Cool, Scooby Doo in 2015. And
1: that one
0: looks so strange. Um, it's neat though. A Scooby-Doo and Guess Who, which had like Urkel on it, and I think Mark Hamill played a character on it. Um, and I think that's the newest iteration. Scooby-Doo and Guess Who.
1: Hmm. Okay. Yeah,
0: and there's more. You know, again, there's like the there's the WWE Scooby-Doo movies they've made a ton of now. <laughs>
1: All so right. Well, there's a lot. There's busy. a lot
0: going on. They keep you busy for sure. So mm-hmm. that
1: right. brings us to the end of our Flash 2014 episode. We've 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 crossed the finish line.
0: <laughs> That's it. We've crossed <laughs> the finish line. I love it. <laughs> so um I have been Chris Bookett Taylor, your host of the ATNWB podcast. And I have been joined by
1: Grayson Lovec, um, AKA galaxy productions on YouTube.
0: I was going to say, yeah, how could they find you? Do you want to promote anything? Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I have a YouTube channel called galaxy productions. Uh, I do stop motion animation.
0: I some of yeah. it's really, really great too. I don't know. Like the, the time that you, that you take to make yeah. this stuff, uh, uh, it's very intense and it's, some of it's That's- really, really beautiful.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. As a matter of fact, there's a there there is a a video about about the Flash. Um nice. he gets himself into a little bit of a a little bit of a scuffle. You That's right. Check that out. Yeah,
0: you know, we'll put that we'll put the link to that in the show notes for sure. Awesome. Uh, Thanks uh,
1: for having me. Um it's it was it's been a, it's been a pleasure.
0: You're yeah, definitely, of course. And I, of course you're always invited back. We'll talk about what what episode yeah. you'll do yeah. next. Well, I feel like when the yeah. Flash movie comes out, we'll have to do an episode together for it. You're you're my designated Flash scientist now. <laughs> hey. Nice. Yeah. Just just like uh just like uh I wanted to call him Jay. That's not his name. Grant Gustin's Flash. Just like Barry himself, being a forensic yes. scientist. You're you're our flash forensic scientist, if you will.
1: Yeah. Always be yourself, unless you can be the Flash. Then always be the Flash. And always be the Flash. Run really quick. Run in, run in, run in. Run
0: in. So this has been it for the AT and WB podcast. I'm gonna say the magic words, and I'll end the show. And you'll you'll know the magic words when I when I say them. Ready? Oh, don't forget to like the I don't know like the show <laughs> or like give like write a review. I guess please write a review for this show and give it twelve stars on. <laughs> On Apple Music or iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called now, on your Zoom, on your local Zoom HD, rate this episode seven stars. So, this has been the 18WB podcast. That's all, folks. Rawr! This has been a full dinosaur production.